Chicago. Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up today. Welcome into the show. I am Kevin Kadek, head of content here at CHGO, joined as always by Luke Stuckmeyer of CHGO Cubs. We'll be joined later by Casey Standahar. And as always, our friend Luke. Luke. Hey, Lawrence Benedetto. Luke's on the show today. Lawrence Benedetto Hi. is <laughs> over there on the board. What's up, Lawrence? Yeah. All right. Eh? Wow. Yeah, I didn't get any baked goods this morning. I'm a little upset about that. I, I did, you know, I thought I gave enough time this week and still nothing. Something about a child being up at 4.45 a.m. Brutal. <laughs> Come on, man. Unreal. Cut me some slack. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe. That's what you said last week. Well, that's true. Should have put that kid in the car, Luke, and then got him over and drove him around. Got in him the car, something to yeah. eat, so he would have been fine. I just my head wasn't straight this morning. <laughs> I didn't have the clarity in my head to think I need to get to Jarish Bakery before I get on the expressway. Well, that's on you, not on me. <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> All right, this is the Chicago Sports Podcast. Every Thursday morning, we come at you talking about the week that was in Chicago sports and the week that will be. We also have a lot of fun. Today's topic, topic a little later in the show, will be scariest Chicago athletes in honor of Halloween, of course, from Dick Butkus to Carlos Zambrano. We're going to be bringing up all of them. I think that's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun. Casey's going to be talking about some stuff that went viral on social in Chicago sports. Uh, but first... We want to talk about the CHGO tailgate, which is coming up a week from Ooh, Sunday. Not scary. Chicago versus Miami. We're going to be partying again. This is our second tailgate at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt. $46 gets you in, gets you food, gets you drinks. There's also a parking option there. Uh, so we had almost 300 people there last time. It was a lot of fun. I think it's going to be even better this year. This this time we have doubled the amount of porta potties, so no no need. To, there we go. That's always a good thing. Whee. Also, we have dropped two new shirts in the CHGO locker. Two great ones, Luke. I don't know if you've seen these. They are the vintage CHGO football and I've CHGO basketball, and these things are pretty slick looking. That's um, what we call dope merch, Kevin. Definitely dope merch. Sick drip. Yeah, I the, like uh, them both. I really like on the basketball one. The crew necks are what I'm looking at. Those are yeah. those are pretty yeah, sweet. Those are we, are, we are drifting out of T-shirt weather, which kind of sucks because I probably have bought like 37 CHGO shirts in the past seven months. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm looking for like a good shirt to go underneath it, which is very uh -huh. important, right? And I yeah. don't know. Like I try to Google like long sleeve shirt to go under t-shirt and like nothing really comes up which kind of actually makes me think that there's a business opportunity under t-shirt you just need like a, a thermal yeah but the thermal needs to be long enough to tuck in yeah and I, now i've got it the, can't be uh, too hot you could see me over here in the csgo uh the what was this called the um, hoodie yeah no, but what was it called varsity jacket varsity yes yeah. sorry my varsity not, hoodie my brain's not working because i didn't have baked goods uh yeah i've got the varsity hoodie on over here look yeah that's pretty good lawrence looks like he's ready yeah. to spit some rhymes I am not that doing that. No. One shot, one opportunity. No, I'm just cold. <laughs> just a little cold in here today. Dun, 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 All right. Dun. Get on over to CHGO Locker. Check out that, that stuff. We also have a new, a new lineup of hoodies, which are, are super cool, too. So let's get on to headlines. Let's talk about what's <clears> going on. Of course, the Chicago Bears are one of the big stories. I don't know if you knew this, Luke. Huh. The city of Chicago right now is riding a five-game winning streak since Sunday, since the Blackhawks. Uh, How did that win? happen? Yeah. Well, the Cubs aren't playing. 
<laughs> well, that's true. Cubs and Sox are not playing. Zing. Yeah, it's, it started Sox off with the Blackhawks win um, over Seattle on Sunday, but then continued with the sweep of Boston on Monday. And we're all feeling pretty good about the Bears this week. And look, this this season has been such a roller coaster. I did a GIF thread over on, on Twitter, and it's like literally every single game we've felt differently. There's yeah. been, it's it's been insane. I mean, we, we talked last week, and we were coming off that Washington loss and thinking, man, there's no hope. They go into New England and just thump Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and it's a completely different feeling. You remember the old line from uh, the old movie Anchorman? He's in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how I feel just about one Bears game. Forget, like, the roller coaster ride of their season. One game, I go from... Wow, that yeah. was awesome. Like, Justin Fields was awesome. And, and five minutes later, my alter ego gets in my other ear, and he's like, simmer down. It's yeah. an 11 game, uh, eleven days off they had. And let's face it, the Patriots aren't good, don't have a quarterback, and it was not great weather. Like, mm-hmm. it was one game. Don't get too excited. Mitch had great games, too. Don't get too excited <laughs> about it. Let's not all freak yeah. out about one win over a mediocre Patriots team on the road. I think what we, we've learned is that Justin Fields is a mutter. His mutter's a mutter. Um, that's like the bad weather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe when they moved to Arlington, maybe they should uh, just leave the, the poly tracks. We needed that win, though, Luke. Oh, I mean, after I, 11 days of spiraling and yes. thinking, oh, God, are we going to be sitting through a 2-15 and 15 season and thinking, okay, well, they're really not that bad. And they've been in almost every game except for, you know, probably arguably the Packers game, yeah. even though I think that there was a route to victory in that one too. I don't think the Packers completely blew their doors off. I needed um, it for the season over. That's what I really need it for. Like, you have the fandom part. You need, like, six, I need, it you for need a six cash. minutes for the season over, so you're you're halfway there. So you got to feel pretty good about that. You got got a 30% winning rate from here on out to, to, to win your bet. But, like, the glass case of emotion, so you're enjoying it. And then yeah. yesterday – Wednesday afternoon, you're like, oh, okay, so we're still feeling good about it. They could beat Dallas. I heard a national figurehead mm-hmm. on the radio talking about the Bears being a dangerous team in the playoffs for the Eagles. And that's when my <laughs> that's when I almost drove off the expressway yesterday. And I was like, okay, everybody's a little bit I, out of control about this. I need this. names, Luke. Who was it? <clears throat> Florio. Okay. Florio's yeah. talking about how you know, they could be dangerous. They could fill, go to Philadelphia for one game. They could be dangerous. And I'm like, no. I don't know what world he's living in, but no. they are not getting it's, into the It's playoffs. interesting, though. Like, if you watch CHGO Bears yesterday, Adam talked about kind of like how respect is kind of brokered and, and distributed around the league. And he doesn't think that Bill Belichick said what he said lightly. And then to go up and hug Matt Aberflus after the game – now, I think that hug was probably, hey, thanks for not hanging 40 on us when you could have. <laughs> yes. That's what I think it was. But, yeah. But, you know, I don't think Bill Bill just dishes out hugs for no reasons. And, you know, he, he, he did that whole 10-minute long thing. So maybe he does see something. I, you know, Two I things. don't know. Like, they, they trade Quinn and they bring you back to reality. Like, guys, this is yeah. a rebuild. This is a rebuild. Stop talking about the playoffs this but year. The, that was a move that had to happen. Luke. Of course I, it you is. Know, I, like, of course it I'm is. I'm interested to see how this, this – uh, lands in the locker room because oh, it's he tough. was a it's real tough. respected guy. We Roquan saw how Roquan, yeah. yeah, 
you know, but it's also the reality. That guy yes. was carrying a large salary. Yep. It, it, it frees up more money for next year, more money for the offseason. He had one sack. He, he, you know, th- it, this out. wasn't a great they, – they, they change up schemes. It wasn't a, that, that great yeah, of a change even your Quinn. You don't need even your Quinn. Yeah. It, it does know. suck, though, because, you know, I think he does fit – the mold of kind of what the McCaskies do look for in in players, and I, usually it's good, you know, good people, respectful people, and and that's what Robert Quinn was. And he could also play football, right? And in a different era, or not in a different era, but with a different team and different levels of talent around him, he could have been like a you know one of the most beloved Bears of all time. You know, but but you just for what he was at, on this current franchise, right. you paid eight million dollars and you're getting a late fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. That's yeah. what you got to do. They're going to have 125. Currently, they have 125 million mm-hmm. in cap space for next season. A full okay. slate of draft picks. Plus Get yourself more. some offensive linemen, please. Yeah. And then they're going to have a full slate of draft picks. You've added to it. That's how you start to build a team next. You talk season. about okay. So Luke Getzey talk playoffs next year. Luke Getzey talked about borrowing plays from uh, Baltimore yeah. for Justin Fields and installing those. And now you're kind of all, you know maybe following the the Buffalo Bills method of building a team. You start to feel a little bit more optimistic about things. Certainly more optimistic than we did a, a week ago. But if you're trying to build like the Bills, you know, why wouldn't Dable have been the hire as the head coach? Yeah. Settle down. I'm just saying. Moving on. Sorry. <laughs> Man, was we were, yeah, I mean, geez, we were having Sorry. a good time over here. I mean, Sorry, I was, I was I rolling my eyes. Coffee cake in the me today. Well, here's, yeah. So here's another, here's optimistic, here's good news that actually might be a buzzkill. The Blackhawks <laughs> have won four in a row, which would be great. <laughs> right. Absolutely great in any other season. They started off last year just losing game after game after game. Now they're four and two. But we're supposed to be tanking this year. Yeah, you want the top pick? Not great. What do you make of it, Luke? Well, I, the Bulls have made this mistake before. Yeah. Stop winning garbage games. Trade is. <laughs> I know they made a couple trades yesterday. Yeah. But until they can move Kane or Taves and and some other big names that are still left, you're going to win some games you don't need to win. You still have some guys that care about the sport and guys that are trying to mm. prove it, you have to get the talent level so low that Kevin and Lawrence and I can go in there and take a shift. Let's go. And it's not going to be a noticeable difference. Yeah. You know, like I'm when ready. they do the one more shift thing, go ahead. Lawrence and, needs know. 14 minutes of ice time a night. Yeah. I I can't skate, so that'd be great for the tank. <laughs> well, he's there, he's already got the hoodie thing. You know, he's, he's already cu- off ice look. Every time down the ice for the opponent would just be an odd man rush. Every time, um, <laughs> Lawrence would be on his ass. It's not. Listen, I we've I've talked to the Blackhawks guys. I was talking to Jay yesterday before their podcast, and it was like, nah, the losses are still coming. I know, but you don't need too many unnecessary ones, especially now when nobody's paying. Their attention. goalie has a ninety six save percentage. That's not <laughs> holding up. No, um, take one for the team. Five hole. You do have to like the way that that pe- the team is responding to Luke Richardson, regardless of you know if you know all or none of these guys are here in the future, and it's probably going to be more towards none, right? Yeah. Um, for him to come in and, and install a system and play simple hockey, and you know those first three wins were against teams that aren't great, but last you know on Tuesday night to beat the Panthers, that was kind of a big deal. The Panthers are a great team; they you know top to bottom. Yeah, in all seriousness, you know, fans may want the tank. I personally want the tank. 
Yeah. Because that's going to be the best way to turn the franchise around. But when you go out and you buy a ticket and you spend $50 yeah. or $100, and you, you want to go there and watch a 4-1 to one loss. Agreed. And you can't tell the no, players you watch a or four the to coach. Three loss. A 4-3 to three loss is kind of what you're looking for. 4-3 to three loss in overtime? Or? You can't tell no, the players can't get, or coach no points. Regulation, no yes, points. regulation loss is enough with these. Yeah, we're tanking. But, yeah, Jay also, you know, he was saying that, like, it's going to eventually – even itself even out. The early part of the season doesn't really matter. I do have a question for you, Lawrence. Like uh oh. Has Luke Richardson supplanted our dear friend Luke Stuckmeyer as the most famous Luke in Chicago? I, mean, <laughs> I bet uh, Luke Richardson would have brought me Jarish Baker today. Yeah, right. That's all I have to say about it, that. The possibility is at the moment we're both very irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, Luke Appling. No. Nah. Number one Luke. In Luke sports. Appling, number one. Yeah. Sure. Sure. There just aren't that many. Like you said, there was a Luke's hot dog place yeah, in Arlington Heights at that, one point. Yeah. Who's your favorite overall Luke, school? Lawrence? My overall favorite Excepting, Luke. Uh, Luke Stuckmeyer, which I, I mean, guess yeah. he's accepted himself without bringing a Skywalker, I would assume. Yeah. That's your favorite one? I don't cool think he's Hand a Star Luke? Wars What guy. about Cool Hand Oh, Luke? yeah. Cool Hand Luke's pretty dope. Yeah. I don't really know the answer to this. I was not prepared for this question. Well, it's Skywalker it. or Cool Hand okay, Luke. I'll, Luke Farrell. Pitch for the Cubs. No, it's not him. Four games this year. Uh, I like Luke Perry a lot. Oh, Luke Perry. Luke, Luke Perry. Yeah, like, Luke Perry, yeah sure. see, when Casey joins us, she had a Joe party I Brenda. saw last week. Yeah. But you she didn't have party. a Luke party because you'd only have Luke Perry and maybe a couple Luke Appling show Luke up. Luke Bryan. Oh, Zawaski would show up dressed as uh, Luke Robitaille. And Luke Skywalker. Luke Bryan. Luke Robitaille. Luke Bryan. A lot of people, yeah. Come on, What other Lukes Luke, are there? Uh, Luke from the Bible. Luke Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Luke from the Bible. You, you dress up uh, as Luke Bryan. Yep. That's a guy. Yep. It's a country oh, music star. Oh, country yeah. music star Luke Combs. Met him. Don't know who that is. What? Uh, Kevin, I said uh, Luke I believe Bryan he has the most number ones like for you, Dan, so. ever. Did you? Well, Something like, like that. Luke Combs is as big me. as it yeah. gets in Bad country hearing. music right now. <laughs> All right, the Bulls Hurricane. are on a two-game winning streak. They beat the Indiana Pacers last night. Um, that game was too close. Okay. That game was too close for comfort. They were up 23, and then suddenly it was five. Yeah. I know the NBA is a game of runs and all, but so for some reason they down, cannot. Man. They like opponents are shooting crazy from behind the three point arc against the Bulls, and in this morning's column, Will Gottlieb tried to get to the bottom of it, and he still can't figure it out. So D. hopefully that that will even out. And once it does, I mean I, the Bulls will probably be in a good position because you just can't have you know, opponents shooting sixty percent from beyond behind the yeah, arc. Yeah, that's not that's not tenable. I mean, yeah. they should win the next game. They got the Spurs. The Spurs are terrible. Uh, DeRozan is seven points away from 20,000. And I was kind of surprised to see only he'd be like the 54th player in NBA history to reach 20,000 points. Mm. It's, I would have thought maybe more did it, but that's, that's a pretty impressive group to join when less than 100 guys have done it in the history of your game. Do you think he's going to get into the Hall of Fame? Uh, basketball Hall of Fame is a little bit different. I don't think so. Yeah. He doesn't uh, have the hardware for it. No, I, I, I don't think so. And he's he's not probably going to win a title with the Bulls. Um, hey, settle down. Your Luke no, stock is No, I, I don't think so. But it'll be cool that he'll get 20,000, assuming he gets seven points in that game against the Spurs, against Greg Popovich, the guy yeah. who he credits with kind of catapulting him from being a guy to what we saw last year and what we've seen so far early this season. Like, yeah. uh, you know an elite player in the league. And he gives a lot of credit to Pop for that, like changing his game a little He's bit. He's probably like a quintessential Hall of Very Good player, right? Yeah. That's probably what he is. Yeah. 
Javante Green's dunks last night. I enjoyed those. Woo! I don't know if you, you watched can dunk. those. Put yeah. him in the dunk contest. <laughs> Put, him, Put in the, him in the dunk contest. Cody is banging the drum for that. Let's let's get that done. Yep. I'd right. like to see it. Finally, Dusty Baker and the Astros start the World Series on Friday. Oh, they're actually going to play it? I thought, yeah, they, I thought they just right? canceled it when New York didn't make the, the World Series. It's in Houston. Um, they're playing the Philadelphia Phillies, who I think are decided underdogs. So they are playing it. Yeah. I mean, didn't the, didn't the CS end in like yes. a month ago? We've, we've been waiting since uh, about three weeks now for this game to start. What a what a great decision Stupid. by well, Manfred. Both, both of them finished so early, I don't think they had it. Had this really planned out. Just oh, move it up. The yeah. Yankees rolled over. Move it up. Yeah. The Padres didn't put up much of a fight. It, this is it, what is happens. It, is it that hard to change some broadcasting thing? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Who are you rooting for, Luke? Uh, I have no dog in this fight. It feels to me still like two National League teams. <laughs> right. Right? Like, I still think of the Astros yeah. as a National League team. Mike Scott's going to start game one for the yeah. Astros. Oh, yes. Now you're talking my language. Um, I... Okay, so I do want to. I I would like to see Dusty. All these years he's put in, the guy's in his seventies, and he's still chewing on the same toothpick with the same you know wristbands. Honestly, I, he was always nice to me, mm-hmm. and even when he came back with the Reds, always nice to me. Um, and I know a lot of people trusting. don't like the way we he had a pr- the we had a, we had a pretty heated exchange in the office yesterday because there are some people here who don't like Dusty Baker, and I think. I think the dividing line is like, do you know Dusty Baker? Have you covered him? Correct. And both you you and I have and kind of know him to be a good dude. Yep. And whatever. But then you've got the other side of it. It's like, okay, well, Mark Pryor and Kerry Woods' arms fell off because of him, right? And again, I don't know that I can blame Dusty for that. I I, maybe maybe that just happened. Maybe it's arms fall off on pitchers that you know are throwing extra hard. And you saw Kerry Woods. Yeah. You know. The Kerry Wood game. I mean, look what he was doing with the ball at a young age. It's the not- cool thing about Dusty Baker is, like, I feel like he's kind of almost like the Forrest Gump of baseball the last 50 years. Like, he's kind of had his hands in a lot of big, big things, right? He's, he's, he's been there. When the Cubs hired him, it was like, whoa, this, he's taking us in Dusty. We trusty. Right. You know, the shirts were out there. Everybody he loved him. He invented the high five, right? Yeah, so, like, again, <laughs> personal interaction with him, always very nice to me. Yeah. He's been in the game for a very long time. I think he does know baseball very well. Like so, I'd I'd like to see him win. On the other side, Schwarber is one of my favorite players yeah. as a fan and as a player that I've ever dealt with. I'm rooting All, for the like Phillies. one of the nicest guys I've ever yeah. met. I, I have I have some friends in Philadelphia. I was in here yesterday wearing a Phillies hat that I I was at the t- yeah. 2008 World Series, and I don't know. I kind of like Philadelphia. It's like Chicago's asshole brother. Like that's you I know. said. I said, look out, like. They may if, if Schwarber hits a couple more home runs here in the World mm-hmm. Series, they may have to build his statue right next to the Rocky one. That's a city <laughs> that puts up statues for people that don't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy. Like uh, Ben Franklin. Yeah. I oh, love to point that out no, to all he's, my Phillies. My buddy, actually, you bring up Rocky. My buddy texted me yesterday. His uh, six-year-old was crestfallen because he had just found out that Rocky Balboa was a fictional character. <laughs> not in Philly. Not in Philly. Not in Philly. If you stare at that statue long enough, sometimes he'll move. Yeah. I think just it's going like, to be a fun series. I hope it's not over in four or five games. Let's get six or seven, and let's get some classic moments out of this. I, I think there's a lot of classic players playing. I think yeah. there's a lot of potential here. So 
I, I don't care if either team wins. I, honestly, I'd like to see Schwarber play well. Yeah. I'd like to see Dusty make some moves. The Astros are I don't want to see yeah. Dusty be villainized. That's what I don't want to see. Well, the Astros still are kind of the wearing the black hat in, in, in baseball for, you know, you can argue whether that's deserved or not. You know, if the people who cheated are no longer there, this is yeah. a whole different thing. But Yeah, that part I don't like. And the other part with the Phillies is I would feel bad for uh, Joe Girardi, another guy I like. Mm-hmm. because he was the manager, and I think that was just a scapegoat move. And But obviously, it sparked the team, and they've done well, and it turned out to be the right move for them. Yeah. But I don't think uh, their slow start was Joe Girardi's fault either. You know, between that and, like, the St. Louis Blues winning the Cup Ugh. a couple of years, like, you know. Don't bring that up. Well, I just yeah. think, like, okay, there's a freaking case for getting rid of Tony La Russa in the middle of the season. Well, obviously there was. There was a case yes. for getting rid of him for the last two years. No, yes, or never hiring him. What the hell are we talking about now? Don't get me fired up. <laughs> NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Now check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays, go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped up same game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code CHGO, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Our next partner has a product I've been using literally every day. Started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. I've been on it since April. I love it. It doesn't even taste super healthy. It is super healthy, but it doesn't taste super healthy. Instead, it's sort of tropical. Uh, What is this stuff? Well, one scoop of AG1, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, to start your day right, a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, Casey, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. I get a noticeable boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning. Boom, there I go, no matter what time it is. Giddy up, I go. Lifestyle friendly, keto, keto paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free. You're all good with AG1, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than three bucks a day. Recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements looking out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs, CHGO Sox, CHGO Bulls, whichever team you might support. Again, athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Oh, I love it. It's good in a smoothie too, by the way. Oh, did you have one? Not today, I did not, but I have had it in a smoothie and you don't even taste it actually. Nice. All right, it's time for Scroll Stoppers with Casey Standahar, CHGO's Head of Social. What's up, Case? Hi, guys. How are you feeling? I feel a little bit better. Clearly, I need the AG1. AG1. Need it. And the vitamin D. It's been a couple weeks of a 
And antibiotics. They find that frog in your throat? No, No. they didn't because it's still there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, this is Scroll Stoppers. We are talking about everything happening on social media this week in Chicago sports and in general. This first video from clearly a Chicago sports fan, Michael Kearney is his name. It went viral after the Bears win on Monday night and the Bulls victory over the Celtics in the same night. Mm -hmm. This little one clearly being trained at a young age by his dad in the car. Check it out. Da bulls. Da bulls. Da bears. Da bears. Da bulls. Da bulls. Bulls. I mean, this is adorable. Yeah, I could watch that on a loop. And it is looped, so we can just keep it. It is looped. Kevin, you said your daughter did this as well. She said da bears. Yeah, that's something easy you can teach kids in the Chicagoland area. They like bears. They like you know da is an easy thing to know. They like mimicking things. This is so, so cute. Yeah, I, I have a clip like this somewhere in my iPhone uh, library of probably both girls saying, you know, saying the bears. My only question is, the turn signal seems to be on. Yes, yes, he's moving. in the car. The car is moving and the child <laughs> yeah. is in the car seat. This is not the time to video but your child saying yeah. double. He wasn't the driving. The car is moving right there. Right. The car's moving. <laughs> I'm sure there are some complaints and he's, in the he's comments. taking videos with his phone. Clearly, there's this some the people coming. Society. Yep, I'm with Luke on this one. Should we call DCFS? Yeah. No, I'm not going to nope, go that far. But do that. please don't take videos of your children while you're driving your car. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, he was at a red light. <laughs> wait, that wasn't my. Uh, see, the oh. fact that it was moving though, I was like, did he not turn the turn signal off? That's what I was worried about. Oh, you were worried about the turn signal, yes. not the child in the back. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. There was that someone behind him who mm-hmm. was pissed, and it was probably Lawrence. Yeah, that's probably true. That is that's why. But it's adorable. Luke, yeah. you have to teach your son that too. Yes, but not in the car. Not in the car. <laughs> the Cubs. He has okay. identified a Cubs logo on my shirt already. That's so Cub. cute. But has Cub. he identified a CHGO logo? Uh he has identified the music of our podcast, yes. Oh, yes. I love it. And yep. he says copyright claim. <laughs> that's like right. YouTube every freaking time. I have to teach him CHGO. It's funny what kids like take in and it's like, do they really kind of understand like my kids think like the Naperville North football team is still just as big as the Bears, which may be true, but it's like, we'll watch the Bears and it's like, yeah. well, can we actually watch the Naperville North game that uh, that we cheered at? They, they're a little cheerleading team oh, around, yeah. around the side. And they're like, just call that up on YouTube and we're, we're good. Doubles. That's when life is da good. Bears. Everything's da the balls. same. Yeah. And because they're winning, let's move on to the next fun social part here. Bulls' first home game Tuesday night. Big win for the Bulls, 120 to 102. A huge comeback there. And you have Justin Fields at the United Center with DeMar DeRozan holding each other's jerseys with big W's on them. This is pretty cool. People were psyched about this. I mean, I I don't know if you know, this happened like a year ago. No, it didn't. Yeah. It happened a year ago as well. They don't have jerseys with W's on them. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, wait wait a minute. Does that bother Sox fans? We guys. flying the W now? Guys. Everybody's flying the Blackhawks yeah, fly the W. Now the Bulls are going to fly the W. Case. Yeah, Casey, we, we are very good at Photoshop in this business. I don't know if you know that. But. Okay, regardless, this is fun. It's super People cool. are excited about this. Yeah, it's fun. This is like Not real. a week So where Monday night was it. awesome. We were yeah. in here. The Bulls guys were on one side going crazy. Bears guys were on the other side. We were going nuts. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I got to talk about this. Peck is so freaking loud yeah. and big day for that matter. Yeah. Is he deaf? It's like game three of the season and they're going mm-hmm. nuts in Both like the were. first quarter yeah. about things. And I'm like, 
I'm old, man. This is too loud. Our, our biggest untapped <laughs> revenue stream here at CHGO is to sell tickets for every single game and just let like 10 people come in here and pay whatever amount of money and just watch the game yeah. with them because they are energy from <clears throat> beginning to end. And they're like super into it. And like they should be, like they're Super Bulls fans, but like, like Laura says, it's the third game of the season. Yeah. But that's the difference between us who are yeah. casual to slightly above casual Bulls fans and those guys who are diehard. Right. Yeah, yeah I'll like agree I, to that. I heard that uh, Scottie Pippen is selling one. You get to play two on two against Scottie and his son, and you fly out to L.A., and the price tag on it is $333,000, okay, <laughs> if you want to do this. And Scotty will play multiple people. I could, their- I could actually see Peck and, and Big Dave trying to start a GoFundMe to see if they could get out there to play him. That's possible. That's an idea. They're, they're, they're that into the Wait, bowls. Like, like, I don't think that's going to sell, first off. Oh, it'll totally sell. No, it won't. That's a lot of money for even rich people. MJ alone might do it. No, Michael. Yeah. yeah, send his kid. MJ and Marcus go out there and be like, we're taking you down. Uh, Sean tells me to leave Casey I, alone. Sorry, yeah. Casey. I don't think Scotty Thanks, wants to see Marcus these days, Luke. <laughs> no. Nah, I don't think he does. That's why I think that would be the Literally, one that MJ Sean would bring has with. my back. And back my anyway, back to, back to Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Got your back. We've been at this for almost, I don't want to say almost a year. What, eight or nine months now? Yeah. There haven't been, been like a lot of like really high highs. Monday was probably at near the top of the list. It was. Right. I, like when I think of like great wins in CHGO history, it was probably that lone Bulls victory against the mm-hmm. Bucks in the playoffs. First tailgate. Well, just talking about games. Oh, we, like oh, as a company, say, we've had a lot of. I was going to say, you're know, not going to talk highs. about the Cubs ice cream social we had? That was fantastic. Well, Huge yeah, Big I mean, no, I, like the Cubs. I think the Cubs feel the dreams night was was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, Big wins. I, I don't remember be, a lot of yeah. the Sox. Like, I don't think there was a lot of high Sox moments. No, they suck. But then there was like the opener against San Francisco, and then and then kicking the shit out of Boston on Monday night. So. Yeah, let's go. And we had the, we did have the game when the Cubs avoided a hundred losses. That yes. was fun. We had to count down that. Big for you guys. Sixty three champagne. That was big. <laughs> Last but definitely not least, this is our CHGO clip of the week from our head of content, Kevin Kadick. Oh, Kevin, I'll let you take this one. This is a wedding you were at last weekend. Yeah, so my wife's cousin got married out there in uh, good old Schaumburg. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, it was actually a post-pandemic wedding. They've been married, I think. I, th- I actually think this was held on the one-year anniversary of them actually getting legally married. And they wanted something casual, so they were out there at the Schaumburg Golf Club, I think. And they told everyone to show up nice in their course. favorite jerseys. So I went around and took pictures of, like, who showed up and who was re- represented there. And uh, it went crazy. I think it's been viewed, like, 50,000 times on Twitter, like another 15,000 on TikTok. Who was the craziest jersey? Yeah, let's, for the who people who the are Ron, listening who showed up and in a Ronnie Woo Woo? Did Woo Woo show up? What are some of the good ones? Ronnie Woo Woo did so show up. So there was a Fukudome, yeah. of course. Uh, Courtney Vandersloot. Yeah. Lual Dang. That was kind of interesting. Others fill in the uh, Eloy Jimenez. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so I show, dare she? in the TikTok, I did show, like, uh, and it didn't say Chicago jersey on the invitation, but yeah, I, I kind of Vikings like, jersey, I think. Uh, yeah, my sister-in-law, Nicole, wore a Randy Moss jersey, and then there was two other. Um, but so the bride and groom, they were uh, uh, Crawford and Patrick Kane. Yeah, and the then they Crawford changed halfway through, Green and she's Air. a Sox fan, and he's a Cubs fan. Oh, so and, that happened. Yeah, so there was a, there was a lot of Sox jersey, fans. There was a lot of Hawks jerseys. Reese Robert. 
People were asking like, look where, at the Devin Hester grandma. Yeah, Devin Hester yeah, grandma. I love her. That's a that's a fun idea. She's living. That's she a fun is. idea. L I V I N. We should just probably do it um, here for something like wear your best Chicago jersey. Sure, Jersey Day. Jersey I, I guess day. I guess I have to wear my uh, my Dennis Savard jersey probably. Nice. Savvy. He's the guy. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. People liked it, and I, it was kind of cool. Was people saying like, "I'm going to do that for my wedding." So. It's no. very casual. I like that it's casual. I mean, you don't, don't have to do worry that. about yeah. wearing yeah. something fancy, getting a black tie event dress. It's just that was the best part of it. So it was like an actual wedding. You did sat sit down. They did give you a piece of dry chicken, um, but <laughs> Ooh, you weren't uncomfortable delicious. and like tugging at your tie the entire time while doing it. So so, so what? The chicken was bad. Were there any people? The like, chicken's ever good, so that's not like a you know. No, yeah. yeah. Were there people like over eighty? Like that that's the jersey I want to see. I, I understand that you yeah. can find jerseys. It's when you're trying to get it on the great grandparents that might be there. Like well, great grandma's ninety. You actually saw in the the clip the um uh one of the old, I don't want to say old ladies, one of one of the more senior members of the party was wearing a Devin Hester jersey. That was probably my favorite thing. Gotcha. Um, uh, RM in the comments says the Shaw jersey lady is number one. Not sure who uh, there she is. Yikes. Well, now we're getting sued. Well, now we're getting sued. We I just mean, put copyrighted material on the yeah. on the broadcast, Lawrence. Well, he's all over us. That's, um, that's my fault, I guess. My, uh, my, my father-in-law was wearing a Cubs jersey. It had his name on the back, so I didn't put him in there because uh, Canerco is my mother-in-law. So. Oh, am I supposed to be Paul showing Canerco's your mother-in-law? <laughs> we all wish. <laughs> that's interesting. Aw. No, my mother-in-law is wearing a Paul Canerco jersey. So, yeah, That's fun idea, fun. fun idea. She's a huge Good Sox clip. fan. She knows Good more about the Sox probably than our our CHO Sox team. That's not a slight on them. Sean's going to take like that, that was personally. I, it's I not. She, dude, she knows Sean everything is about it. Taking like, that personally. We no, we, we sat down at the table and like ten minutes was her just running me down, running me down on the LCS and getting me caught up with what I had missed and all that. And so, okay, yeah, she but loves Sean. Baseball. Sean shaved his head this year, and Herb dyed his hair. Would she do that? Probably not. No. That's why she's not on CHGO. Yeah. But there good go. clip. Proud of you, Gav. Only Thank wish you. that we would have posted it from CHGO Sports TikTok. But uh, good job. I want you to grow your TikTok as well. Wow. It's like kind of a, a big debate on how to do that and what to share. I yeah. Don't yeah. Do you tick or do you talk? It's I don't know. Life's biggest questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all for Scroll Stoppers, guys. I will let you get to... Scary, Scary Chicago, Chicago athletes. athletes. Thank you, Casey. I want to tell everyone about Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, on the glass? It is possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season, and Game Time is created by the fans for the fans. It guarantees the lowest price. If you find a lower price, I think you send it to them, and they they refund you, which is that's uh, pretty cool. Something like that. One hundred ten percent. One hundred ten percent. Yeah, uh, Herb was telling us about the uh, his. He did that in Atlanta. Experience in Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You love CHGO, then you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. 
I think like the the Hawks have like a lot of good deals on there, even though they've been winning, right? Um. Well, I mean, there's no one going to the games, so yes, I believe there are good deals. I gave up my season deals. tickets this year, so I'm gonna have to find a way in. There it is. And I game think it's time. game time. I'm, I'm definitely going to be doing it. So I say you wait to the last minute. You're we're right down the street from the United Center. I know. You hit game time before you head home. Boom! You got a ticket. Uh, my Honey, seats. My home. seats were good, but they were still in the 300 level, row five. Um, we'll you know, I always. You. I love. I love the 200 level, and I always kind of thought, all right, maybe I should give up buying a lot of tickets in the 300 level and buy a few games in the 200 mm-hmm. level. So I think that's probably one of the transition to, especially now since I can't go to as many games as I could in my 20s and, and 30s. Right. So. Right, we're going to take a look here. Uh, also, we're look up the black also while, you, while we're looking at these tickets, the other time to use this app, like perfect time to use it, you go to the tailgate. You sh- show up at that Dolphins tailgate we're going to have yeah, or the one against the Lions or the Packers, and you sit at the tailgate. You don't have tickets to the game yet. You're just for 46 bucks. You're eating and drinking and having a good time on a Sunday morning. And then, boom, you buy a ticket. Last second, you get this killer deal. Yeah. You walk 10 minutes over to Soldier Field. And I you're know. like, well, that was great. That's Let's the way to see do it. here. I mean, Kev, you want to sit in the, the middle? You want to sit in the 200 level? 200. Uh, tonight, uh, Connor McDavid and the Oilers are coming. Ooh, uh, that's a good one. $73 in the 200 levels, the cheapest 200 level ticket. That's fees included? Um, honestly, I, you know what? I have not strolled. I mean, it sure beats that. having season tickets. Um, we could sit up, upstairs for 20 bucks. I mean, that's pretty pretty solid. Have a lot of room up there this year. You need a, t- you need a 200 level ticket to sneak in there. You can s- sometimes sneak into the 100 level. Get, no into one of the, get into one of the clubs where you had the leather seats. Yeah. yeah, and the backside. That's where you hit the buffet tables, all that stuff. Ooh. Luke, maybe you can make it up to, to Lawrence and I for yeah for no baked goods. Why don't you take us to the Blackhawks? There you tonight? go. Wait, wait a minute. Now. I'd go watch. Lawrence has brought in a do right donut for me, Kevin. I have. You have not. Well, but Kevin's going to grill for us after this show. Oh. Which are we done with the show yet? I want to eat food. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're not. We have some leftover brats for Monday night. That oh, they were delicious. On the grill, and he so. did a great job Monday, so I feel like he should just double down and it's not hard do it again do. for us. Yeah, Greenridge Farm? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Great meat sticks. Yes, definitely Greenridge Farm. Definitely. Great meat sticks. All right. Scariest Chicago athletes. <laughs> Before we get started naming scary Chicago athletes, Luke, I want to get your definition of what makes an athlete scary. Right. So that's... That's the million-dollar question for this. What is it? Is it Sam Cassell being scary ugly? <laughs> or, you know, that's, George Murison? He was... That's a good know. reference. Yeah. I Those, appreciate were, that Sam reference. Cassell looked like E.T., right? Yes, he did. Ugly guy. Uh, or is it that you're afraid to go near them or, or approach them for an autograph or a mm. question if you're in the media or, you know... Just go near the guy, or All is it of the they're, above. they're scary good, or are they scary bad, like every Bears quarterback up to Justin Fields? Well, let's. Uh, I think it's all of that. I think you could put, yeah, however you want to say it. Before we've we, had a lot uh, of scary quarterbacks. Before we get through this, let's get to see what the chat's been saying. Um, uh, Cass said, uh, "Can we put Akeem Hicks uh, there, or do we have to wait to see if he retires?" Uh, Julius Peppers was scary, according to John. Frolic, and he also said Alonzo Spellman, which, yes, that's a good Alonzo idea. And he said man. Dick Butkus. I know that's on, on our name. Yep. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Spellman had, like, the biggest arms Charles ever Oakley seen. Charles Oakley is thrown out there. Sam Hurd, according to Sean Caselli. Yeah. Here's a good one. 
Mike Glennon with the long ostrich neck. Yes. That comment. That's sort of scary. <laughs> like, he, he was, like, every once in a while. Okay, now, here, Mike Glennon looked like Glass Joe from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. There you go. Here's one that I uh, only know because I live on the same block as the man. King Kong Korab. Really? Yes. You've never told me this. His There's a sign on our block, one of those brown signs that, you know, gives him the props. Can we of, talk about how problematic his initials are? You know, we'll just move right past that. Uh, uh, we should probably cancel King Kong. You see, uh, Sean's I mean, going. His name's Jerry, so like, yeah. give him a break. Yeah. Uh, Addison Russell. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, that's is he a nice guy? Uh, is he scary? Honestly, never uh, met him. Never met him. How old is he now? Sean, Sean Caselli has a good one. Easy Sam Heard in prison. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, uh, Raldus, mm, the, the Cuban yeah, Missile. scary. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, we, I do think. Wait, like, does so, that mean we have to throw Loiza on this list? Esteban Loiza. Esteban Loiza also Speaking scary. Of, so Speaking I, I kind of think it's like for me, it's guys who sort of have a screw loose, John Scott. but also are so damn talented that you'd be afraid of like if you had to step into the box against okay, them, you'd so, get hurt. So we're or, not going to we're not going to go low blow with the looks. No, that yeah, no. and we'll leave all the legal stuff out of it. Yeah. Well, it's like Milton Bradley. Is, is he like? Does Milton Bradley belong in this list? Um, yeah. I mean, he was admittedly bipolar and unstable, but like, yeah. I had a wonderful yes, interview. He did with go him. to prison too. I, I I interviewed him. I was nervous before the interview started, and it went very well. I've yeah. had other. I'm not going to name names, but I will say other guys. Name I names. I was never afraid name of talking to Milton Bradley. Names. No. But I think some of his post-baseball career life has been really... Off the field. Look at this. Whoa. Did you just door dash those? Wow. I've never seen so many grown men complaining about not having baked goods. Wow. Wow. Do right. Thanks, Casey. God, I wish we were were having for lunch along with those I wish we were in the same room so I could enjoy some of those. You know the smell. Yeah, seriously. The other day, somebody was... Like baking brownies in the building, I could smell them. Now I've got that Varjona Casey's chocolate the best. donut. That Thank you, Casey. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know how to do the rest of the show. I think we should just end it here and eat donuts. No, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about scary guys. We're leave, we're gonna just say like scary, uh, not in like oh scary good or scary bad. We're leaving that off, right? Uh, or scary on. looking. These well, are no. Okay. Before we I think get Michael serious, Jordan. I think Mike, Michael Jordan belongs on this. List. Before we get serious, Sean yeah, Caselli has a great, great one here. Those Sox fans that attacked the Royals' first base coach. Oh, those goddamn Lagoos, man. Lagoos are definitely not athletes. They suck. <laughs> let's. let's I guess they, they were athletic enough to get out there and Ugh, losers. Really lay it down on Tam, Tom Gamboa. Let's Poor just Tom Gamboa. I say we leave off the uh, stuff outside of. Okay. The playing field. Because then the group gets too big. <laughs> He's coming to have a donut, isn't he? Like, the show's on pause because Lawrence is hungry at this moment. All right. I think the number one all-time scariest athlete is Dick Buckus. Ooh, that's pretty good. Beat, beat Dick Buckus. Oh, well, I remember as a kid, Wilbur Marshall basically knocking out Eric Hipple of the Lions. Yeah. And... Mongo in his day was like scary. Mm-hmm. Um, Dent, like that whole defense. Single, how about Singletary with the crazy with eyes? The eyes. Yeah, like you can debate thumbnail. whether or not he's a Hall of Famer, all those things. He is a Hall of Famer because he's in there. 
but the crazy eyes gave so, you okay. like that so, kid. I would not want to approach that man. Here's the thing about I sold his kids golf clubs, <laughs> so I, it was fine. That's another random athlete interaction I've here's had. In my a, life. Here's a weapon. Hope they work well. Ah, come on, it's, it's a nice golf Smith golf club. In the NFL, football. though, in the NFL 1985, you were allowed to do a, just a lot of kind of crazy, bad things. Like, yeah, like Charles Martin. Like, is that guy scary? No, he's just a cheap shot, shot artist, right? Scumbag. Right. Um, well, I, like, not that those guys don't belong on there. Like Richard Dent, like scares, still scares the hell out of me. Imagine yes. lining up against that guy or Dan Hampton. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you talk about dealing with just kind of Dan in his post-playing career. Scary guy, right? Yes, yes. He used to come through our newsroom, and I, I always just like, hi. <laughs> See you later. Have a good time. Yeah. Have a great night. That's the, you know, I, I didn't want to go too far. Were you scared? I didn't want, I didn't want to upset him in any way. <laughs> I know the feeling. He just crushed me with one hand. What are you, you trying to say? Dan Hampton's hands? Yeah. They're like, they're like that, and then. You could just see the the knuckles are all like mm. these donuts are delicious, by the way. Unbelievable! Why don't you save some? Don't eat all of them. We can't <laughs> eat on camera, unless yeah. He's mauling donuts over there. Um, what, what about post eighty five? Who are the bears that stand out to me? Khalil Mack is one scary. What's one scary? Yeah, guy. Khalil Mack. Uh, uh, football players, especially. I mean, hold on, on the, though. Like Hester. I mean. Would you want to be punting to Devin Hester? Does that count that's as scary, scary for a different reason? That's, that's probably in the Michael Jordan category of scary, yeah. right? Yeah. You yeah. see that guy back, and he yeah. breaks that first tackle, and that's it. You're under Ol- it. Yeah. Olin was scary. Yep. Indeed. Um, who else? Brian Cox. That guy was oh, kind of scary. Oh, Brian Cox is a good one. With the giant, the giant block behind his head. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how could you not say Erlacher and Briggs were scary? I don't think too many teams are excited going up against Erlacher and Briggs. I think they were in the scary good category. Yeah. So. That, I mean that 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 would be my that would be my Bears list. I I think that's. I mean, obviously, the joke would be every Bears quarterback has been yeah. scary. Do you see some of those Tevin Jenkins blocks from Monday night? Like maybe <laughs> yes. he's going to get there, right? Yeah, he might be on the list. He's got he's got that mean streak. Um, yeah, he comes off as real nice in the interviews, but. You watched him on the. You watched uh, some of the clips Adam Hogue was was putting out there on Twitter. Whew. Yeah, but with Patrick hurt now, yeah. like they've got pro and Whitehair's hurt and Borum's on a concussion list. Let's hope he's getting better every week because mm-hmm. it's going to be a thin offensive line against a great Cowboys defense. I fear for Justin Fields. So the Blackhawks have a long history of enforcers, and we can name a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stu Grimson, to Dave Manson, Bob Probert. I think rises above them all. Like that oh. was a scary guy. Yeah. Anytime you have your own like YouTube video on your violence, eh, probably pretty scary. Duncan Keith looked scary when he had no teeth that time. Remember he smiled. I think Duncan the- Keith is underrated scary because that guy kind of looked like he fell out of a you know a deer blind or, or a lumberjack camp <laughs> and he looks like a guy who probably drinks maple syrup for you know morning yeah. lunch and dinner um i think yeah. pretty much his personality too yeah yeah he doesn't there wasn't anything really kind of cuddly no. about that dude no. like he was just gonna go out he was gonna give you 24 25 minutes a night he was gonna shut down his side of the ice and yep. i like the motor on that dude like he you knew like he wasn't gonna stop. Like he was kind of like a a pit bull on skates, right? Like yeah, 
And I don't know necessarily that he had like that reputation of being scary, but he should. The only should time have. I can remember Duncan Keith uh, faking nice mm-hmm. was every year when he'd do his uh, Keith Relief Foundation yeah. at Joe's on yeah. Weed. He was he was always tried to be pleasant that night, like but yeah, could, yeah, you could still kind of tell it back in there. He was like. Oh, I have to do this in front of cameras. Uh, RM in the chat <laughs> says Keith was capable of snapping at any moment and doing something insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Charlie Ruby says Big Buff. Yeah, Big Buff was oh, a yeah. pretty scary dude. Uh, I'm going to throw it back. How about Enrico Ciccone? Ooh, Love Enrico Ciccone, yeah. Uh, I got to tell Cummins. my Probert story, by the Cummer? way. Cummer? How about Cummer? Jim Cummins? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, my, my Bob Probert? Probert story is the first, uh, the first, professional sporting event I was ever credentialed for was I, I called up Blackhawks PR. I was writing for the Badger Herald, the student newspaper at the University of Wisconsin, and I wanted to write a story on Chris Chelios, who I think might belong on this list, um, about Chris Chelios's playing days at, at UW. And I had never really covered anything before, and, and I get into the locker room, and it's like kind of empty, and the first dude that kind of comes out is Probert, and you know, obviously, like I kind of had my in my you know in my head who Bob Probert was. He comes out wearing nothing but a jock strap, and just looking like absolutely terrifying. And I was just like, oh my god! Like this guy, like I would never want to meet this guy in a dark alley. Like look at this guy. And then he just sat down on this black leather couch, and turned Cheeks. the TV on Cheeks and started out. watching Slapshot. Amazing. And I was like, this is the most hockey scene I will ever witness, and it's my first two minutes in a, in a hockey locker room. And I've never seen anything that cool since. Uh, Did you like that story, Luke? That is, that is good. <laughs> the only time I ever – and this wasn't scary, but, you know, they have the Blackhawks logo in on the carpet. Yeah. And a hockey thing is don't walk over the logo. Uh, and I had been sent there – this is probably like 05, 06, and I can't remember who the veteran player was. But I had to, I had to, somebody got ill, and I had to go, rush to the United Center and hold a microphone in, in the locker room afterwards. And a camera was backing up and about to hit me in the face, so I took a step back, and the back of my heel touched the Blackhawks Luke. logo. Oh, and this, no. this veteran came screaming across locker room, just f-bombing me what are you doing the logo the logo and i was like what are you talking about like i understand i'm not supposed to step on a logo clearly i almost got knocked out by a camera like you probably should have just taken the, the hit i no, mean no i i went the opposite way i went into the hallway and i was like you know what's funny i was just in the bulls locker room and they have six titles and i walk all over that logo wow uh was it one of the abc boys was it uh Arneson, bell or calder no was it uh, Matthew Barnaby? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes, it was. It was Matthew Barnaby. I forgot Matthew Barnaby was on the Hawks. He was all he was all over me, and I just was like, oh. I just remember saying that's exactly what I said to the media guy afterwards. He's like, yeah, you know, you can't step on the logo. I'm like, I didn't really step on the logo. The yeah. back of my heel clipped it. Bulls he, don't seem uh, to care. He was a crazy person. He probably could be on this list. I would say. So Matthew Barnaby's on my list. Wow, alongside Barnaby. Yeah. I did not expect to talk about Matthew Barnaby. Well, you know, it happens. Uh, Who do we have from, like, the Bulls? 
Jordan, obviously, scary. Yeah. Was Dennis Rodman scary, or was he a cartoon? Uh, he could be scary, I he, think. Just because he could go kind of crazy, but, yeah. well, I mean, he kicked a cameraman. Yeah, whatever. He did. I, I never thought of Joakim Noah as ever scary. Uh, ben Wallace was intimidating. Yeah. Because ben he, Wallace he was just of, the yeah. real deep voice, and he just kind of didn't look up, but he was a huge guy. He's kind of like the Grim Reaper there in the paint. Yeah, you were, yeah. Ben you were Wallace kind of, was a little scary. You were a little scared. Eddie, Eddie Curry at, was going to eat you. When you're a defensive player of the year, like yeah. in basketball, you're going to be scary. Ron Artest, scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It could be very nice, but scary. Uh, Panda friend. I thought of one Antonio Davis. Like, mm. nice guy, but don't mess with Antonio Davis. He, I remember he pull. body slammed uh, Brendan Haywood in, like, 06 yeah. in a fight. And then he's got also somebody was bothering his wife in the stands, and he oh, ran into that. the stands yeah. and was ready to pummel a guy. I remember that. Uh, Charlie's throwing uh, Bobby Crazy Eyes Portis in on the list. I, you know, BP is yeah. awesome. But enough, I think to me, um, it's Oakley. Number one is, is Charles Oakley. Oakley. Yeah, Oakley. It's Oak. Yeah. And I, I, I would love to see an alternate history where Charles Oakley is a member of those title runs and, and. Obviously, trading him to the Knicks for Bill Cartwright, I think, was... Bill Cartwright. Yeah, he, but it, Cartwright could be scary. Yeah. When he elbows. That, I mean, yeah, both yeah. Oakley and, and Cartwright with their elbows is yeah. what makes them scary. But I just kind of would have loved to see, like, Charles Oakley going to war if he was in a Bulls uniform and, and not a Knicks uniform. Like, what, what does that look like? That would have been... Yeah. But, it, but it's still got to be Michael might be number one in the whole city. Like, forget the... Like ultra competitive, he's gonna own you and everything. Right. You throw that in, and then take that to practice where he punched out Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, Michael was a bad dude, still is, cares about everything. That's what I'm saying. He might show up and play Pip. <laughs> <laughs> he might do it. You, you disrespected me. Yeah. All right, so we'll go Michael Jordan. So we've got Jordan, Dick Butkus for the Bears. Bob Probert for the Blackhawks, Michael Jordan for the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Although I still kind of think it's Charles Oakley. I, okay, no, it's probably Jordan. It's Jordan, it's Jordan for Jordan. multiple reasons. If you're just yeah. saying like, "Oh, I'm afraid of that guy," dangerous wise, it's Oakley. I mean, if you were any fan of an opposing team, and you know your team was up one or two, and yeah. Jordan's coming down down the, the, yeah. the court with the ball. You know, it's hard to argue there. Chicago White Sox, who you got? Well, I mean, Frank Thomas is a huge guy. Frank super nice. Frank's Thomas. super nice. But he's, he's, the, he's the biggest baseball player I've ever seen. Uh, but I wouldn't put Frank as scary. I mean. I think Frank was pretty scary. AJ, yeah, but he's a AJ teddy AJ bear now. Past. He's a teddy bear now. Uh, but back in the day, he could Albert, be a little surly. And, Dick yeah, Allen. He didn't like doing media. And Al- like, Albert at, Bell? Dick Allen. Anyone? Dick Allen, that's scary. Dick Allen, yeah. I don't know. I just like the cigarette in his mouth. What about my yeah? What about what about like Allen and my guy Melton? Oh, sitting there smoking cigarettes. Oh, Bill, yes. Oh, lad. Oh, laddie. Tony (laughs) Phillips. Tony Phillips. Phillips. Once fought a fan in in Milwaukee. Uh, I mean, I think you're Albert Bell. You have to bring him up, right? I mean, AJ's more annoying than AJ Przinsky. More annoying than he is scary. If you're not a Sox fan. Yeah, Pruszynski's in the Dennis the Menace category. No one's scared of Dennis the Menace, but they're annoyed by him. Hmm. Yeah, he's Tony more. Tony Larusa was scary. Was he? Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one, scary. 
Ugh. I think about Frank Thomas just kind of like looming over a curveball. Yeah. I mean, scary hitter. No question about that. What about Black Jack McDowell? Was he scary? No. Oh, he had a cool uh, goatee. Mm. He's he was in a band. Those. Yeah, that's true. He was in a band. Scary White Sox. Was Greg Luzinski scary? Yes. I don't know the answer to that, yes. but it sounds like he'd be scary. Oh, man. He right? can hit the ball over the damn stadium. Scary. Chris Sale? Carlton Fisk? Carlton Fisk. Oh, Nobody's afraid one. of Chris Sale. Even his teammates weren't afraid of him. Yeah. Like, he cut up all the sleeves, but everybody was just like, he's a lunatic. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he might be the guy that... Are baseball yeah. players scary? Who? What baseball player is even Chris scary? Sale, you turn, yeah, turn your one. head, you do something he doesn't like, and then he sticks a you know pair of scissors in your neck. <laughs> let's... Let's cut that part out of the show. Let's not give him any ideas. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. Carlos Sombrano was scary. All right. So let's go with Albert Bell for right? the White Sox. I mean, you don't, don't want to go trick-or-treating at his house. No. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that part. Yes. I think it, the Cubs one is easy. It's Big Z. Yeah. Nobody wanted to mess with Big Z. Only only Derek Lee really wanted to mess with Big Z. Yeah, Charlie in the chat says, Zambrano, easily the scariest dude for the Cubs. Zambrano might be the scariest out of any athlete if he's allowed to carry a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's admitted that, like, he's tried to deal with his temper in his post-playing days. Like, that's something he wasn't proud of. Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually a real gentle guy off the field, but his competitive juices just got out of control sometimes when he was playing. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't control it. The slug out in the dugout. Which one? Like That was the Michael Barrett one. Yeah, but then there was the one in the Sox game too. Well, I know, I'm just where saying. Where D. Lee had to step yeah. in, like, you know, and then the whole we stinks, and he was he was all over, guys. I think Zambrano is definitely it for the Cubs. Yes. Also on the list, like maybe Dave Kingman. I never dealt with him, but everybody says, yeah, scary guy. I think that's kind of the reputation. Big guy. Obviously, could hit the ball a mile. Mm -hmm. Maybe Glenn Allen Hill, if you're a baseball. Mm. Glenn Allen Hill could put. God, I love that. I love that home run. It's my favorite. Sammy's scary. I mean. Uh, Drew TV, who, by the way, uh, he said, uh, it's great to hear my voice. Thank you, Drew. He said, uh, or Sosa scared me when I met him. So, kind of a weird guy. Uh, Sean uh, Caselli says Derek Lee could have killed Chris Young in that one brawl in 2007. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love he went, that. He, uh, that was two big guys. He snapped. That was a that was a day. Well, Chris, Chris Young Lee. ended up, Chris Young ended up getting mad at me because a couple weeks later they were on the same All Star team together. I think in San Francisco, and I just kind of thought it was funny that they were sharing a locker room because it was a that was a really bad fight. And I asked Chris Young about it at. Um, at the media day, and I, I don't know what he said or whatever. And then I think I brought it up again, like, after the game. <laughs> he, like, did not like that, so. Yeah, he might not. So did Chris chat. Young go to Harvard? Uh, he's an Ivy Leaguer. I think, yeah, I think so. Or? I think he's an Ivy Leaguer, yeah. yeah. Sean says Drake LaRoche. Ugh. Someone, someone's always got to bring up Drake LaRoche. Ozzie Gein's kind of scary. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I get I don't know if we agree. I, I I would stick with Albert Bell as a Sox guy. Yeah. I, I don't know who. Uh, it's probably somebody from the Dick Allen Melton era, but I just can't go back that far. Richie okay. Zisk. I don't know. I just threw a random Richie name. Zisk, How about yeah. Carlton Fisk? Wasn't he at least intimidating? Vance Law. Carlton Fisk was probably intimidating. Yeah, I remember when he got two. Carlton Yankees Fisk, out I know, point. is like even now, like how with you know how old he is, like. 
you don't want to like mess around with them. That's what I'm saying. I think Bo Jackson's still a little bit prickly. So Yeah. Yeah, sure. He just seems like such a nice guy in the Nike ads that I can't Bo knows. Which know, one it? of these guys would you dress up as Halloween of the, of our all star scary athlete list? Keith with no teeth. <laughs> That'd be the best. I, I'd have to do Butkus. Butkus would be scary. Yeah. Just like carry around a Green Bay Packer dummy and just stand over it yeah. after every house I go up to. Butkus and Buffon. Yeah. It goes Butkus and Buffon, something like that. This was fun. I didn't know about the segment coming into it, but. Hey, what about Ditka, by the way? Yeah. Playing days, Ditka. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ditka. Drew, if you. Drew TV, uh, if you rewind, we d- did kind of mention or at least a- allude to who you're talking about. I don't know Crutz. <laughs> Spelled Crutz there. Doesn't ring a bell. Rhymes with Utz. Delicious pretzels. Charlie says, count Michael Jordan for the Sox and then Charles Oakley for the Bulls. That oh. work. I still think yeah. it's Albert Bell. Did you have fun with this, Luke? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Halloween. Halloween's one of my favorite, as a kid, for sure, Halloween's up there. What's your son going for? Uh, He's going as a little monkey because he loves bananas. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Did he choose this, or did you choose it for him? He did not choose the costume. He certainly chose the bananas. bananas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little devil, (laughs) and... um, uh, was it Raya the Last Dragon or Hunter? It's a sure. Disney character. Who was sure. the first Chicago athlete you dressed up as for Halloween? I went as a baseball fanatic, and I, I should find this picture because it was pretty awesome. When I was like seven years old, I wanted to – oh, no, I was a baseball nut. And I had my mom – like I wore a sweatsuit. Uh-huh. And my mom cut out little triangles of paper and wrote like every single um, – name of the teams and yeah. then like pinned them that's to, clever whatever and then I, I i had like those uh little helmets like the the smaller helmets not the sunday helmets but even smaller oh than yeah that. the little tiny ones you get even ones you put like a yeah the gumball in and ones. they would come down to the gumball and yeah. my mom took uh dental floss and there was holes in the and and made me a necklace of them and then i wore a baseball cap and then i think i painted my face with with eye black it was super sounds cool. amazing that yeah, does was, sound pretty good you should find my, that photo Mine was Walter Payton for sure. You Did know, you? Know, yeah. Go, half the kids in the school, we all went as Walter Payton. Yeah. And then I'd go back to the houses with the good candy. I had a Broncos helmet and a, and a John Elway jersey. I would go back <laughs> to the good houses dressed as John Elway. Uh, I also did Payton, uh, and I grew up in Roselle, Illinois. That's R-O-S-E-L-L-E. And, of course, I wore the headband that's was Pete Roselle oh, with a Z. Yeah. And the dumb kids in my class were like, you're spelled Roselle wrong. I'm like, you idiots. I'm Walter Payton. Come on. It's NFL commissioner, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. That what uh Yeah, it's time for time for donuts. Time for bringing do right donuts. Thanks and to brats. everyone who tuned in. Uh, if you like the show, make yeah, sure you comments. give us a good review on podcast. Tell your friends us about us. If you're listening to this in another feed Make sure you subscribe to that CHGO feed so you get it every week. Sometimes we put it in the Bears or the Bulls or the Blackhawks feed, uh, but we do have a de- dedicated feed for this, so check us out. Every Thursday, 11 a.m., we're live on YouTube. And uh, thanks for joining us. Always have a good time, and we will see you next Thursday. Hi, Matthew Barnaby.